Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Jared Hogue. I am the hosting pastor at Life Church Albany. That's right, New York. And today we're talking to Ryan Wyckoff, the hosting pastor of Life Church Broken Arrow. Ryan's been on staff for eight and a half years, been a hosting pastor since 2014, and today we are talking huddles. From planning and preparation to execution and feedback, tweaking along the way, he's gonna leave you a bonus tip and walk you through a huddle he did recently. We're gonna kick off this conversation talking about where does the content come from? Here we go. Content can come from things like uh, core values and from host team axioms and things like that. A lot of my content seems to come from things like uh, stories uh, that are relevant. Um, I, our, our campus practice is a, a one focus. And so, uh, you know, maybe we're talking about serving. And so maybe that's encouragement for us to uh, talk about inviting others serve with us. So uh, we, we look at what the campus is doing. We look at other ministries, um, what they're doing. But a, a lot, at least once a month, we're using a core value. We're using a host team um, axiom. Um, and sometimes, you know, it may even be uh, having a fun huddle that has nothing to do with anything, but just to kind of break the monotony. Do you ever incorporate scripture into your huddle to use that as kind of your launching point? Yes, I use scripture probably not as often as some others, but I do um, just like a uh, a fun huddle or something I, to kind of break up maybe just using a core value or something I will integrate scripture and and maybe I'll use that like on on an Easter but I will incorporate that I don't know sometimes just because of the nature of, of host team and I may try to keep it a little lighter but I do use uh, scripture at times so now when you are planning you talked about using like our core values or aligning values host team axioms what's going on at your campus that that can give you a lot of ground to cover right there. Do you typically like lay out well in advance? Like, are you planning a month out, a quarter out, a year out? Or what, what's it look like in your context? Typically, I do not plan um, out a month in advance. I would say I typically plan out the week to come. And then I usually have one in my back pocket. For instance, this past week, uh, we created a huddle and it didn't really fit for this weekend. And so we went ahead, wrote it out, kind of kept it in our back pocket, and, and we use it at another time. We will plan out sometimes if we have uh, someone from another ministry come to speak or something like that, or we have something specific that may go along with the message. But typically speaking, the week of and maybe the next week. Let's say you've got your plan in place. You're ready to go. You know what you're going to be talking about. How much time would you say... Uh, and even at that, like, what does it look like for your preparation throughout the week to get it to weekend ready? I'd say total for me, it's still probably less than an hour of actually sitting down and actually working on it. For us, we like to do that earlier in the week, like Monday, Tuesday. There might, might have been something from the weekend. And so we're going to spend, you know, maybe 30 minutes um, or so, uh, myself and my associate, whoever that may be or whatever, around 30 to 30 minutes or something on a Monday or Tuesday. Uh, and get that kind of hashed out. Now, there's going to be times maybe during the week that we're, we may tweak it or do something different. But then usually on that Saturday morning or something, I'll usually work about 10, 15 minutes and just kind of make sure it's still fresh in my mind and, and work through it a little bit more. So pro probably still less than an hour during the week. You've been a hosting pastor for five years. So I'm guessing that even though that's the time you're putting in now, maybe earlier on, were you investing more time to developing your huddle content? Yeah, absolutely. So whether that was like a, a huddle you know, doing something for youth or for life crew submissions or host team, it's definitely been a developed skill. Uh, so, so over time I've definitely grown in that area or maybe just felt more comfortable just 
just being able to, whether that be maybe ad lib transitions or something, but uh, I, I've definitely probably spent, the, the time has gone down of the necessary time needed to get an excellent huddle. Yeah. Even Pastor Craig has been talking about that recently where the time that he's putting in now, he's actually putting in less because of all of his experience, plus just being in scripture and that kind of thing. And so being around host team that this long allows maybe a little bit more for that. Whereas earlier on putting more time in, and you did tell me something interesting right before we started the call, you still, even after five years, you're still writing your huddles out, right? Yeah. Our campus pastor does that with his stage communication and that's kind of trickled over to me, but I find a lot of really good uh, things for me personally. It helps me kind of ingrain that communication in my brain. Uh, when I write something down, it's helpful to me to really get into it. Um, it's also great for when I have a new associate hosting pastor come on, they can automatically see the past three years of huddles that I've done. And they can see, you know, what does Ryan's communication on the weekend look like to his team? It's also a good thing for me to send to, send to our coaches so that they can look at it, so that they know that they're doing something generally consistent with others. And and I do give some some leeway. Like I said, it, it's usually I write mine out word for word, but that ends up being probably sixty to eighty percent of maybe what I actually say. Um, some things change, but uh, but it, it's really I think has really been helpful to me uh, just to write that out. And it's also great to look back at, you know, if I'm maybe. I get stuck one week. I can look back and say, hey, what did I do on that baptism weekend, you know, two years ago? You talked about your associate, you doing huddle, your coaches doing huddle. Plus, you guys are doing, I believe, seven services on a weekend. What does the setup look like and who is doing huddles and as well as the frequency of those people doing huddles? Yes. So I, I will say there are factors probably in that. So we are doing seven services right now. We've done eight services. In the past, there have been times where I have been here by myself. Those factor in because I would say if I was at a location that maybe there were only four or five services, I may be doing huddles more. We pretty much go back and forth between myself and my current associate and then coaches the next week. So every other week. And then we mix in, you know, someone from another ministry or a campus pastor every so often. But a lot of that also comes to where we're fortunate enough to have a really experienced group of coaches as well. I don't think that I have a coach that hasn't been there for at least three years, or at least one of the coaches on a team hasn't been there for, for three years, which is a unique spot, but is really helpful, especially when trying to divvy out huddles or being able to give that away on weekend. How long do you shoot for your huddle to be your coach or associate? What's the time frame you're shooting for? I shoot for three minutes, three minutes or less. If it comes out less than that, I'm happy with that. I think the shorter, the better. Um, you know, it needs to be more than a couple sentences, but I like for it to be shorter and, and just really focus on the power of the words. So three minutes or less. When it comes to actually executing, do you have like a, a pregame? It's, it's, it's Saturday night, it's Sunday morning. Do you have a pregame routine that you go through to get yourself fired up for huddle? So I am probably people driven, meaning like I am very much feed off the energy of the room. So one thing that we've kind of done is, is each, each coach is going to, or, or, or myself, we're going to, we're going to get everybody um, huddled up. So usually that's, you know, like a, a call to action kind of a thing, you know, someone's going to say, you know, huddle up or, you know, 830, get over here. And then some people do kind of like a slow clap. But for me, uh, that kind of helps me kind of get in the zone a little bit. And, and all of our coaches do it. You know, it looks a little bit different, but for me, it kind of helps get me in the zone or, you know, say, hey, come on, hey, everybody gather in. And I'm more of, like I said, I feed off of that. Um, I may, you know, kind of joke around with somebody right before just to kind of um, get myself in the zone. But that, that's, that's me. How do you make sure that 
by service four, five, and six, you're not just reciting something, but you're still telling it with passion, with heart. How do you make sure to stay in that zone that far into the weekend? Our team's great about, we have, um, you know, other staff members that'll come over. And I think that helps keep me um, on my toes. And as far as passion too, I try to keep my mind and heart open to being open that if God brings um, another story or another opportunity that weekend, um, for me, maybe add something to my huddle. You know, maybe my huddle might be might be good, but there might be something that, you know, God allows me to have a conversation with somebody that I could add that to my huddle and make it great. And that also makes it more relevant. Uh, so I try to be open to, to, to tweaking and changing my huddle, uh, whether that's from feedback or from um, things that I am gathering on the weekend or, or from, from coaches feedback and stuff like that. So that's one thing that I think helps me keep it fresh. Is there some kind of feedback that's taking place service to service, or is it you go into the weekend and it's kind of a set it and forget it? It's definitely uh, an ever changing uh, open feedback. There are weekends that's probably I get more feedback than others. And there are some weekends that it, it may roll through, but one thing that uh, I do early on when I have a, a new coach or every so often is I encourage um, feedback and I will actually go and ask for that, uh, not necessarily wait for it. Part of that too also helps whenever a coach gives a huddle when they've given feedback. It's more expected whenever I give feedback to them. Um, it's, it's kind of a give and take. And so that's been really helpful for me. So that may be from a coach or maybe from a staff member. I know for me and Bailey, who's my associate now, we may split the huddles. And so we'll typically after each huddle kind of have a short kind of like, hey, how did that go over? Or I thought that went really well. And so have a little short feedback session. It may not take more than 15 seconds, but it's just something to kind of affirm, hey, this is how I felt after that. Did you feel that too? Okay, Ryan. So to kind of put a bow on this conversation, what is one tip for delivering a great huddle that you would give to another host team pastor? Yeah. You know, something we kind of hit on a little bit earlier about um, leading in with energy. My, my tip would be to go out um, and, and serve with energy. One of the things that I've challenged all my coaches and each of my service time with is create a way that is unique to your team um, and, and bring energy at our 830 team. One of our coaches, they'll say, hey, put everybody put their hands in and then and the on three host team, host team, host team. And then they break. Uh, whereas if you might go to our Saturday night team and our Saturday night team, they're going to have they're going to start clapping. Uh, somebody's going to go in the middle and they're going to they're going to do a chant. And whenever I say, who are we? Then you're going to say host team. And so I mean, you, you'll hear it through the lobby. But what, what I think that does is ends on a high note every single week and serves. But I've given that freedom and do something unique to your team, but close it out with energy. Ryan, I believe you've prepared a huddle. Jared, I just took a huddle that I did um, last weekend. And uh, this is actually even over time that this kind of developed over the weekend a little bit, kind of like I was talking earlier. But yeah, I, I have a, a huddle I'd love to be able to share with you guys. All right, come together, 830. Okay, so uh, man, this Friday, you know, I was at Broken Arrow High School. I was at the football game, and I was talking with a few people. And near the end of our conversation, I had an opportunity to invite them and tell them where I went to church. But I stopped for a second, and, and I thought in the back of my head, man, is there anything that I said that may have been taken the wrong way? Or, or maybe, maybe a joke that I said that, that wasn't maybe appropriate or something. I thought that to myself, and I thought, is there anything that I've done? that may have caused this person to not want to go to church with me. And the question I thought to myself was, was I on my A game? Every, every week when I come through these doors, I, I think I'm like many of you. 
I put on my A game. You know, I got my smile. I feel like I'm going to be patient if somebody comes up and talks to me. I'm ready for a conversation. But are we like that the majority of our week? Even when we don't have our host team shirts on, the other six days of the week when we're out in our communities and we're at work, are we, do we have our, our A game on? And, and, and this may be the most important time of the week opportunity to invite someone to come to back back to church with us this is our opportunity to show jesus uh, to the world i started thinking about this idea a couple weeks ago uh, when i heard uh, a, a story um i started thinking about this uh whenever um in our church parking lot uh, we had a, a truck that was broken down and after the weekend was over i heard of three different people going out there offering this guy water offering to jump his car Offering to get him a part, and, and one of you even bought a car part for him and helped him fix his truck. That same weekend, heard another story about a, a dad, and his daughter was in the backseat of a car and saw a homeless man on the side of the road and said, Dad, I want to do something about that. And so she made him a care package and, br and brought that care package with a sandwich and, and several other things back to him that weekend. And I thought, man… Is that, how, is that how we're living our life? Are we bringing our A game even when we don't have this host team shirt on, even when we're outside of church? And today I want to challenge you to remember this. If God gives us opportunities to impact someone's life both in and outside of this building every single day, he gives us this opportunity. So today as you serve in this building, take advantage of the people that God has already started working on. All right, let's pray. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, your expertise. You are going to make so many of us better as host team pastors. And folks, make sure to join us on the next episode. We're going to be talking to Kara Clark from Springfield, Missouri on the same topic of huddles and how to get better as a communicator when it comes to huddles. We'll see you on the next one.